Things Unexplained. Hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Needs. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. everybody welcome to all things unexplained it's so great to have you with us i see lots of folks already listening and watching on facebook live if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform maybe you're watching on youtube welcome thanks for letting us be a part of your day giving us or night giving us your time if you're on facebook please give us a follow on facebook all things unexplained podcast Check us out on Instagram, All Things Unexplained Podcast. And check us out on Twitter, that's AT Unexplained. Go on over to our Buy Us a Coffee, and that's buymeacoffee.com backslash unexplained to find out more about how you can support this show and keep us going. We've been very pleased to be up to number 34 on the U.S. Science Podcast charts recently. Very exciting, as we mentioned in our last episode. Only slightly outpaced by Bill Nye the Science Guy at the moment. That's right. So, we're still coming for Bill Nye, whoever is up there. And I'd like to ask everybody to give us a follow on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, they have switched from subscription to follow, so... You no longer have to click a subscribe button. You just click a follow button. And most of the other platforms are all are the same way. What will happen is if you if you give us a follow there, that'll make sure you find out about all our latest episodes. So in that way, you don't miss out. I'm Dr. Mounts, the host of the show this morning. Our normal super host, CJ Derringer, cannot be here with us. She is on happy maternity leave at the moment congratulations cj we just lost mr j our show military consultant i'm sure he'll be back momentarily cj we're thinking about you hope you're having fun out there yeah miss you cj she has a new baby boy i'm joined this morning by my other co-host smitty neves smitty thanks for being here Uh, history expert and religious expert and author in his own right. Good morning. Smitty, thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Glad you took some time off the bush hog to join us. Yep. I've been doing all kinds of stuff this summer. Pressure washing, mowing, gardening. It's been crazy. I start back work yep. in about 16 days. 16 days, that's all? Well, let's see. Actually, 18 days. 
18 days. You need to move to a state that has a longer summer vacation, I'm just saying. Anyways, we are so pleased to have Lucy Castle with us. Lucy, I, I want to tell everybody just a little about her. She describes herself as a light warrior, starseed. She's originally from Cornwall in the UK. She presently works as a dietary consultant and nutritionist. She's getting lots of love on Facebook Live right now. Lucy, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we're us. glad to have you. Thank you. So, oh, Lucy is getting some love uh, online, by the way. I feel like I've, I've got to add this up here. Lucy, can you see that? From Linda. Yes, I can see. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of a lot of great shout outs for Lucy online on Facebook already too too many for me to to get to here's another one from Cynthia Ryan terrific thank you Cynthia lots of lots of great things and here's another one we are here Lucy <laughs> We're also joined this morning by All Things Unexplained military consultant, Mr. J. Mr. J, how are you this morning? All right. I'm good, sir. Thank you. Great. Thanks for joining us. I like that mysterious contrail you've got showing in the sky there already. Fitting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We're actually going to get into some mystery contrail events in the show at some point, I believe. It's a, it's amazing all the shout outs you're getting. I really appreciate you. Oh, absolutely. And of course, so she is in the UK. Lucy, where exactly are you in the UK? I'm in Leicestershire, which is East Midlands. Leicestershire. So I probably pronounced it wrong just then, but I know for a fact in my head I've said it wrong every time that I have read that the name of that town. Is that a town, a city? How would you describe it? A village? It's like a little village. Oh, cool. We'll have to see if we can get an All Things Unexplained trip out that way sometime and check I'm it game. out. Maybe it's somewhere around Loch Ness. We, we definitely want to go Nessie hunting. But one of the reasons we've, we've got Lucy... Yes, let's go. Uh... One of the reasons we got Lucy join us this morning for a little UFO UAP roundtable discussion is because she has had her own experience with a UFO slash UAP in the UK. Lucy, why don't you tell us what happened? It was the 30th of May and um, there's a beautiful fiery sunset in the sky about 9 p.m. our time and I wanted to get some more pictures of them. The sunset, so I went upstairs to my bedroom, started taking some pictures and that's where I saw what you call a cigar-shaped, tic-tac-shaped UFO. And you could actually see it hovering, slightly moving but hovering. I managed to take a picture and I was just watching it in amazement and uh, with a blink of an eye it just disappeared so fast it was just a blink of an eye 
amazing and that's the first um tic tac shape lucy did you see what color that the tic tac was the color it it was quite it's hard to explain you can see it is quite metal formula around it but it was also quite dark looking as at the same time oh interesting how how high up do you think it was lucy as far as altitude did it seem to be maybe just above the tree line or about where you see a air airplane at this is that same altitude as where an airplane would be at oh okay so it was way up there and did you notice any pulsing yeah. or blinking with the Tic Tac? No, I didn't. Did it move side to side or, or go straight up when it left? Well, it's so quick, like a blink. Oh, really? It was that fast? Well, I saw it hovering. Yeah. And it went so fast, it was a blink of an eye. I couldn't see what maneuver it took or anything right and was this the first time you've ever seen any sort of unexplained aerial phenomenon lucy no i've seen plenty of ufos that's a oh. that's the first shape i've seen was in the cigar tic-tac shape oh what tell us about your other unexplained experiences I sometimes see them in the day, but mostly at night. Um, I'm in my back garden and I'm just watching the sky because I'm always staring at the sky, the stars. And I see quite a lot of oval circular ships, which I think are Palladian ships. Sometimes they're just cruising along and all of a sudden they speed up. <laughs> Right. Do you live in a populated area, meaning like towards the city, um, any kind of major airport, anything like that? No, we're far away from all of that because we live in a village quite quiet where we are. Oh, very nice. You mentioned it, you thought it could be a Palladian. What do you mean by that? Our star families, one of our star families from different dimension, which is part of the Galactic Federation of Light. Right. That's so interesting because, you know, this is not the first time we've heard mention of Palladians and the Galactic Federation on this show. And so it's, it's you know, another thing that keeps uh, coming up on this show is this notion of synchronicity and if you're not familiar with synchronicity it's just it's sort of like coincidence but more than coincidence and our previous guests have talked about you know some of these same themes here maybe you could tell us more about your experiences as a light warrior and a starseed what what exactly do you do we are these terms light warrior and starseed well they're just the same thing as light workers light warriors um 
The star seeds are those who know they are multi-dimensional beings and that are they're more to life than what we see on Earth. We know it's more than just mind and body. We know our place is in the universe and our soul's journey. So we are connected to crystals, stones, plants, the sun. And we all have our own missions on Earth to assist with our light as light workers, as light warriors. Uh, we often feel we don't fit into this world without knowing what or where our place is or home is. Um, our souls, we incarnate on Earth for our souls to experience being in a human body and to receive lessons and soul growth. So we were chosen to be here. There's actually 144,000 of us here on Earth. A lot of them call us Earth Angels. We've all got different star families, but my soul is Palladian. Okay. And, you know, it's so interesting that you mentioned crystals. One of our most popular guests on the show are the operators of a crystal mine in Arkansas in the U.S. And for whatever reason, they also have a lot of other experiences with unexplained aerial phenomenon, with Sasquatches, with other paranormal activities. Do you... Have you had any other paranormal experiences in your life? Paranormal as in, well, I see, I've seen angels before. There's times I've seen spirits passing through. Right. Are you religious? No, I'm, I'm spiritual, not religious. Right. Do you, do you, in your mind, do you find an association between angels and what, other people view as uh, a scientific extraterrestrial or do you think that there's some connection there yeah there's definitely a connection there definitely yeah we we have a, we have a lot of carryover on the show too that you know these themes really cross over it's not like they're separate um, in, in terms of religion and paranormal and, and extraterrestrial and science it, they they all seem to cross over which is which is a common theme that we've experienced in this show have you always it sounds like you've kind of always had UFOs or UAPs or or been a follower of them for quite a while it, is that is that what you would say or was was this kind of like well, when I found another, out going I was, to another level for um, you in terms of I UFOs. Found out I was an empath, a star seed here for a mission. I started to send more of my higher self, um, meditate lots, do my spiritual work in the healing, and that's when I started to connect more with the UFOs. And I used to see them more, like they used to show themselves to me. They still do. But the connections got a lot stronger. Oh, sure. And you know, for those who are listening and watching right now, wherever it may be, Facebook Live, your podcast platform, YouTube, if you haven't checked out our four-part series with Oracle Oriah, who is in Malibu, California, she has a lot of similar background as you do, Lucy. And we're speaking of Lucy Castle in the UK, who has had her own tick tic-tac ufo uap 
experience. And Oracle Araya, we have a four-part series with her detailing her own UFO experience, which happened to be an abduction and surgery, believe it or not. And she has a lot of the same experiences and background as you. So more, more synchronicity here, but I encourage everybody to check that out. Lucy, are you aware on the night you saw the Tic Tac, do you know if anybody else in town or around saw it or saw anything unusual that night? I had a, a couple of friends I know who thought they saw something very similar the same night. But they looked and they looked again and it, they couldn't see it and they thought they were like, oh, I'm seeing things. I said, no, you know, you're not seeing things. I've got some evidence I saw it too. I've got the pictures. And they do believe that's what they saw at the same time, but it was just so quick. Have you had any uh, military or government officials approach you about your about your experience with this Tic Tac UFO? No, I haven't. What about, uh, we talked about seeing spirits and the, this type of thing. Have you had any uh, alien experiences outside of seeing the UFOs, like any physical manifestations of aliens or anything? Have you seen aliens themselves? No, I haven't seen, I haven't seen aliens itself, as in multidimensional yeah. beings, no. Yeah. Only the ships. Oh, yeah, Lucy... Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking to Lucy Castle in the UK. Lucy, what kind of phone or camera did you use to capture your photo? It's it's a pretty fascinating photo. I hope people will check it out on our social media and you might see it on our podcast art when you pull it up. I actually have an Android phone. It's a Samsung Galaxy. I was lucky to have a good camera on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's a good picture, and I have to ask, are, were you aware before this incident of the, the sort of famous Tic Tac UFO encounter in the U.S. in 2004 with the USS Nimitz? No, I wasn't. Oh, interesting. No. I'd never heard of that before. Wow. So I... I think, and Mr. J, I think you would agree that's one of the fascinating parts of this story is that, you know, you, here you are in a different part of the world, across the pond, if you were, take getting evidence and bearing witness to a similar craft with a, what we would probably say a very odd shape in terms of what we know of with aerodynamics. And, and, of course, we had this infamous sighting in 2004 uh, from the USS Nimitz. I'm going to catch everybody up on that. Mr. J, we kind of lost him again. I'm going to welcome him back. Welcome back, Mr. J. So I was just, you know, we were just talking about how Lucy, she was not aware of the 2004 incident in the U.S. with the Tic Tac UFO. But that, that kind of captured everybody's imagination. It's... It's really interesting how we've got someone in another country now catching video evidence of this same uh, shape of craft. What, Mr. J, what's your thoughts on that in terms of this tic-tac shape? Uh, it's kind of, it's really puzzling to me. Um, I'm thinking that somebody has found a way to 
maneuver freely into the sky without a propulsion system. And whether it's from out of this world or within one of our countries here on Earth, um, it's really fascinating because I believe she said that one minute was there and the next minute it was gone. And that just blows my mind because I sent you a link the other day that there's a Earth speed limit of, I believe, was it 100,000 miles an hour before any type of material would burn up or deconstruct and for something to be able to fly it's really puzzling to me oh exactly you know mr j that we've heard a lot of theories here about how are these craft able to just completely you know zip away disappear and we've heard a lot of theories about that and basically it comes down to well they're either able to move beyond our comprehension in terms of speed and what we're able to do we've also heard a theory that they are slipping into another dimension hey unexplained ones this is dr mounts we would love for you to follow us and give us a five-star review check us out at allthings-unexplained.com there you will find links to our facebook instagram twitter buy me a coffee and Patreon. This podcast is made possible with support from listeners like you. We are also brought to you by Coma Toast Tacos, home of Squatching.com, where you'll find my Bigfoot-themed children's books. We appreciate you. And now back to the Lucy Castle story. We have a lot of people on Facebook Live listening right now. If you're listening to this as a podcast, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a follow. I'm Dr. Mounts. I'm joined by Smitty Neves, my co-host, and our military consultant, Mr. J. We're pleased to have Lucy Castle with us from the UK telling us about her Tic Tac UFO encounter. I was just thinking about how aerodynamic that this this uh craft would be it's just it's pretty pretty amazing i was looking at the picture and how uh you were able to catch her that in the background of this beautiful sunset it's it's pretty amazing mr j what's your thoughts about the aerodynamic to me it's it's kind of a a brilliant um how can i say uh spacecraft because you know, it, it would be able to take all the friction and the heat and everything and almost kind of like when you would see like our spacecraft come into the air and you could see all the flames going around it and the heat and it's distribute, uh, distribute all the, the terminal velocity of, of a lot of the air and um, things like that. It's an explanation on how it would be able to move as quick. Yeah. Well, plus, like uh, he said, the cloaking device. I mean, you know, what what is it? The stealth bomber. A lot of people didn't know about the stealth bomber for a long time because of its cloaking device, or or the U two spy plane for that matter. You uh-huh. know, until until it was shot down by the Russians. 
Well, and also my, I got a theory on the cloaking device. I mean, if you was to take a bunch of high-tech TV screens and put it all the way around that um, ship, you know, you'd be able to have cameras pointing somewhere and they could get a, I don't know, a 3D, 360-degree view and project it on these so-called TVs. I don't know what the right word would be, but that could be a form of a... Uh, cloaking device and we're pleased to have lucy castle with us here from the uk this morning she's telling us about her uap ufo encounter as well as her experiences as a light warrior and starseed we've got lots of people seeing love on facebook live give us a follow on facebook head over to allthings-unexplained.com wherever you're listening to this show uh, as a podcast please give us a follow so you'll always stay up to date on our latest episodes light always wins that's what we were just told that's a great sentiment now lucy we were talking about the uss nimitz incident and for those that don't know and this may not be as well known in the uk but in 2004 off the coast of southern california retired u.s navy lieutenant commander alex dietrich and her then commanding officer, fellow pilot David Fravor, were asked by another warship to investigate radar contacts in the area moving in an inexplicable fashion. They recorded audio and video that was since released and confirmed by the U.S. military as authentic of a Tic Tac UFO. And Lucy has now had her own encounter with such a craft now, Lucy, this was a big deal here, the release of this video by one of our own Navy pilots of this unexplained craft in, a, in the shape of a tic-tac, which was their description all the way back in 2004 of the object, a craft that our Navy pilots could not keep up with and had no explanation for. I wanted to ask you, Lucy, did you get a sense of how big the craft you saw was? Did you get the sense it was as big as a, as say, an, a passenger plane or, or a fighter craft? It, it was a lot larger than a plane or a fighter craft, definitely. For what I could see myself and zooming in as well. A lot bigger. Oh my. And you know, you know what? That's interesting, Smitty, because over here, at least in the U.S., we hear a lot about how these are defying our technological abilities and perhaps even defying the laws of physics. But we've also talked a lot to a lot of experts in, in, about the current drone technology and what our drones can do. But and I wish Mr. J was here to chime in, but Smitty, it seems like to me, the smaller the craft in terms of a small drone, perhaps the more easily it could disappear, etc. But it, it's so inexplicable that such a large craft is doing that, it seems like to me. That's what I was saying. It's, it would be much easier for a smaller craft to disappear than it would be for a larger one. Uh, even with the technology we have, it's... 
it's uh you know at least what the government's releasing to us we don't know what they have that we don't know about that's the thing i told you that that friend of ours that had a uncle that worked for the and we have things right now that we've had for years but they wouldn't release to uh to the public because it would hurt the economy or people weren't ready for it and those types of things so we just don't know what goes on behind the scenes kind of but yes i think it would be easier for it and it's been quite the the rage here in the u.s lucy what how are things in the UK right now in terms of UFOs and, and UAPs? Is it all the talk? Is the government that you know of, are they looking into it? What are what are the news outlets saying? What's happening in the UK right now? Our national papers do talk about it a lot, but our government keeps it very quiet. Uh, they always have done. I think in the US, it, it's more talked about in the US than it is in the UK for now. Lucy, uh, speak a little bit more to the warriors, where they feel like their responsibilities are. Uh, assisting humanity, showing our light, being there for people who need us with love and compassion, that we need to show them love and compassion to help them, um, helping Mother Earth. But like I like to say, disclosure is happening. Um, spiritual evolution is the other event in the history of the universe that will be happening. But I cannot emphasize enough that these are very loving and peaceful beings of highly spirituality and advanced nations. Wisdom and spirituality, and they do not oppress, attack, or threaten any other race. So I can't emphasize yeah. it enough that it's nothing to fear when this disclosure happens more. We've got tons of, of followers you seem to have, tons of messages from different people who seem to either know you or who are like warriors themselves. Do you have like a, a society? Yeah, I am part of a, a light worker team. That's what a view of people are. They're all part of the divine team. Oh, okay. The Royal Light Work is here to assist and, and help humanity and Mother Earth in the ascension as well. So it's basically kind of a community. It's basically a community of people who are trying to prove things for the Earth, right? Yeah, for Mother Earth, the ascension, as light workers, we all have our own soul missions to assist as well on Earth at this time. these sightings that you have of the ufo craft is that part of her light warriors that is something i cannot answer um i have seen crafts before well have you have you talked to other people who are light warriors yeah i've spoken to many of them sometimes they see sightings of crafts but i think spiritual people take notice more of what's going around them as in mother earth looking up at the scars the sky people don't look up anymore they're too busy staring at their phones or other technology 
and those types of things. So exactly, yeah. I think that's that might be a big part of it. Next time on All Things Unexplained. Is there any historical figure that was a light warrior? Maybe they weren't known as it at the time, but looking back that you see them as a light warrior. But they keep it hidden from us and the truth of it. And because the new age of Aquarius, where we're all ascending, this is when the disclosure is slowly coming out and has to come out. This has been All Things Unexplained.